You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Week number 13 of the fantasy football season, the finale. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio, simulcasting live from Studio 34 on FNTSY Radio and Dish Network. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, that is I. Wall Street, Matt Medica, the accuracy expert, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. Coming up for the next few hours, couple hours, whatever, we get you ready for the finale of the regular season of fantasy football. 14, 15, and 16, not guaranteed. But I know a lot of you are in situations where you need to get a W this week. So I want to lean heavy on the phones today at 844-843-6879. We got a fresh live link that we can look at that is developing over the course of the week. Got sleepers, predictions, stuff like that. I got to do some sit-start stuff too. So I want y'all to help me out with that. Got to take care of that a little bit later on in the day. So I come to my friends for that first. Because I did some waivers last night. Nothing really too much out there. Just picked up an extra quarterback here, extra defense here, second kicker here. Trying to get my team prepared for the stretch run as waiver wires begin to shut down. Also today, we want to talk a couple of things like reseeding in the playoffs, what you should do with the waiver wire, whether it should be open or closed, payouts as far as how much of the percentage should go to the winner, stuff like that. So this is a fantasy football palooza today as we get ready to kick off the final week of the 2018 regular season, excuse me, 2017 regular season in fantasy football. All in, kid, Jake Seeley. It starts tonight with America's team versus the D.C. football team in Big D. And like you said earlier, brother, I don't think Dak Prescott is, is a part of what we're doing the rest of the way. I'll see how he can be. I said it just a few minutes ago, and I'll yep. say it again. I think he's putting too much on his shoulders. I think he's got in his own head. I think it's it's understandable given the situation with no Ezekiel Elliott. But whatever it might be, I again, I did the comparison to Chuck Knobloch when he stopped being able to throw to first Yips. base in baseball. It's not that he's lost the skill. Dak Prescott still a skillful quarterback. But if you go back to the, one of the things we said about him coming out of college is that he made smart decisions. We were worried about his ceiling. We, the smartness of the, the ability of his play was never in question. It's the fact that that was his appeal. Now he's kind of lost all that, and it's all gone downhill. When you look at the situation with these two teams on the field tonight, Matt, kind of got players in similar situations. Obviously, you start Kirk Cousins over Dak Prescott, but you got guys like Josh Doxson, Des Bryant, who's probably more ranked closely together. Sam Piron's probably be the only top running back on the board that they're throwing out there this week. But what do you do with guys like Rod Smith and Alpha Morris? Alpha Morris, of course, has the revenge game. I have a I have a situation where it's Alfred Morris or Austin Eckler. I think I'll start Austin Eckler off Alpha Morris. That's the way I think I would play it right there. What do you think about the situation with Josh and Josh and Dez as a decision that you have, right? Uh, no, I don't have Dez. Okay, I don't have Dez. So I do have Josh though. Josh Doxson, you've had Josh. You've been rolling with Josh Doxson all year, man. You need him to I've come through to. for I've you now. I've had to because uh, he was Terrell a Terrell Pryor handcuff. What's the deal with Terrell Pryor? What does he become again next year? Does he go back? To D.C. and think he's a wide receiver? Does somebody give him a shot to be a quarterback? Or does he just fade into oblivion, Jake? Because, well, I tell you what, the Terrell Pryor truth is they are not too happy. No, the fact is he can go somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure somebody will sign him as a wide receiver, but he needs to go in an offense that will let him freelance more. And it, it, this is a worst fit that you could have possibly found. All right. 
Fantasy Football Frenzy FNTSY Radio. We come back on the other side. We start to break it down, get you ready. We're going to talk about some of the all-in kids sleepers for week number 13. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Mike Florio getting it done downstairs on the fourth floor. T.I. Thursday right here on the Frenzy, the grand finale of the regular season. We're kicking it off for you. You want to get on the telephone lines. Florio, can you open them up now for me, please, sir? Because I know a lot of people got questions today. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, Florio's the only one who didn't say happy birthday to me yesterday out of all you guys. That son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> that son of a gun, Mike Florio. What the hell is wrong with you, Mike? That's I definitely did say happy birthday. You said you did say happy birthday? Yeah. Yo, so no, Jake is making this birthday? up. I was the one tweeting out all the birthday stuff from, from our account. Like I was supposed to like I was supposed to know that. I wanted a personal happy thanks yeah. happy Thanksgiving. Happy birthday from well, you. Happy Thanksgiving, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. It, it seems like Jake made a list and Florio. <laughs> 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 yeah, Florio. You, you just made, made the list. You made the list, Florio. You see, son of a gun. Try to do the best we could for you. I want to talk about some Week 13 sleepers all in, kid. Jake Seeley, that you got written up in your article. That's you know what to- happens to weird-looking guys? <laughs> you just made the list! <laughs> all right, so this, there we go. There you go. Thank you, Florio. <sighs> you made up for it. All in, kid. I'm looking at I your sleeper list. <laughs> and I'm starting one of these guys this morning, this, this week. And I feel pretty good about it, to be honest with you. Two weeks ago, I didn't know where I standing with starting Case Keenum. Was starting Case Keenum because I was like, I'm thinking Teddy Bridgewater gonna come in at halftime, and then I'm gonna have another donut. This one particular team where I'm starting Case Keenum, I had five straight weeks of a quarterback giving me less than ten points. So I caught Cutler when he got concussed. I caught Jameis when he had the AC. Then I caught Jameis when he when he got thrown out the when he had the when he had the game when they benched him slash whatever. And I had some other situations. I had like got five weeks in a row. So this team's been struggling with quarterbacks. That's because of Jameis Winston. Me getting Jameis Winston a little bit later on either or, or, or later. He kind of killed this team. Team also had Ezekiel Elliott and Dalvin Cook on it, but I'm blaming Jameis because he's the quarterback. So I'm rolling out Case Keenum this week. I played him last week. He gave me thirty. Unfortunately, Michael Crabtree gave me a donut. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> Ebb and, ebbs and flows all in, kid. Why do you have Case Keenum as a sleeper this week? I mean, I'm reading it right now, but for those in their car going to work, whatever the case may be, it's not reading it. Break it down all in, kid. Why Case Keenum is a safe start in the week that you very well could need him to take you to the playoffs. Uh, also, the ones that can't check the link right now? Is that, is yeah, those, yeah, those, yeah. yeah, those guys. <laughs> that crew. Look, the last... 
the last four games, Keenum has at least 19 points in every single one of them, and two of those games came with 30-plus points. So you even mix in some rushing ability there. And the fact is, you look at the matchup this week, also giving up 19 points in each of the last six games until last week. So basically the five games before last week, which just happened to be Ryan Fitzpatrick only scoring 16.2. So you can kind of throw that one out there. The matchup... Case Keenum's been rolling. We've been talking about this entire time, and we keep saying there's no way you can turn to Teddy Bridgewater when you have a team like this playing this well, even though they still want to. And there's still that looming threat that if Case Keenum somehow started off weak and threw two interceptions in the first half, they might pull the plug. But the way that he's playing right now, you can't ignore it. Like I said, 19-plus himself, and then 19-plus giving up in every single game matchup-wise. So basically, lock him in for 19-plus fantasy points. You can get 19, yeah. 20 fantasy points from Case Keenum. I'll sign up for that one right there, Matt Medica. I feel pretty solid about it, too. Case Keenum in a good spot. I'm not worried about Bridgewater in Week 13. I'm telling you, I would go out there. Don't fool with me, my Minnesota Vikings. This is very important. This team is five points out of a playoff spot, mainly because of that donut I took with Michael Crabtree last week, Matt. I hate to keep harping on that. And it's Jameis Winston fault, too. I'm putting Jameis over here by me, though. Can I get Cam when you get a chance? Yeah, I'll get you Cam right here. Look, I've been uh, backing these Vikings all year long. Yes, you uh, have. Was arguing with the king over Keenum uh, constantly. Yeah, no. If I if I have Keenum, I'm going to play him. I mean, unless I had like a yeah top superior, tier guy, superior yeah. option. All right. But otherwise, yeah, I'm rolling him out. I, no. How could they take him? How can they not? You know, I, I don't see him. Even if he has a subpar first half, I don't see Teddy Bridgewater coming in the second half. All right, another play. Why? I mean, sleeper. I'm going to go to Randall Cobb. Got the matchup against the Bucks in that secondary. We really like Devontae Adams with the Hunley kid, Jake. We've seen, that's the gift that gives every week. Jordy Nelson, blah, donut. You know what I'm saying? Tried to glaze him. Randall Cobb, though, you have written up as a sleeper this week. And I'm telling, I'm telling people, stay away from all of these Packers wide receivers not named Devontae Adams. Explain to me why Randall Cobb is written up as a sleeper and explain it to those who have yet to check the link, which is likely a mistake. Because Kyle Wolf won. He finally found the end zone last week. But he's got 50 yards in three of the last four games. And he's been the second option for Hundley. Hundley is looking his way. He's given them the opportunity. This is a deep dive. You know, this is why they're sleepers. They are people you definitely want to plug in or be the guy you turn to. And, you know, like go back to the running backs. I mean, you were talking about Duke Johnson and Wayne Gallman. And Duke Johnson is nice in a PPR. But if you're in a non-PPR, you're not too excited about Duke Johnson. And Wayne Gallman, God, I, I hope you don't have to start him. But this is why these are sleepers. There are options out there. Randall Cobb for the matchup, for the fact that Brent Hundley is using him as the number two. And he's got three, four, five catches in each of those games. He's getting the targets. He's getting the production. He's just hoping that maybe he can turn one of those into another touchdown. Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, 32nd, dead Liz ass <laughs> when it comes to giving up fantasy points to wide receivers, Matt Medica. So it's a good chance there's enough room for everybody to eat. So first I want to ask you about Hundley. Then I got a question. Would you start Brett Hundley over Dak Prescott? No, I would not. I uh, I think I think Dak's going to play better. I know nothing supports that. It's just something I feel. Okay. So sometimes I just go with my gut. Uh, Hundley did look like the quarterback that we were hoping to see. It took him a couple of weeks. This is a great matchup, but I'm not. I'll, I'm I'll die with Dak instead of Hundley this week. Randall Cobb, you dying with him? No, I arrived. Look, Devontae Adams has been the big beneficiary. Of uh, Aaron Rodgers going down. He's clearly surpassed everybody else in, in this wide receiver tree. He's the number one guy here. 
And look, since uh, since week seven on, which is the first week without Aaron Rodgers, he's tied for 19 in PPR points. All right, so let me give you some either-or. Since you're off Randall Cobb, let me give you some either-or. See how deep you're willing to go to get away from Randall Cobb, Matt. Randall Cobb or Ted Ginn Jr.? That's uh, I'll go Cobb just because maybe the matchup there because I mean Tampa Bay, but that's really close. More more, more of a coin flip for me there. Jake, you was you was you a roll with Cobb over Gann Jr. No, I actually like him this week. Yeah. I get him inside my top thirty. I, I, I that's why I asked you. <laughs> I saw that. Um, okay, Matt, Randall Cobb or Jermaine Curse. Jermaine Curse gets the the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs this week. I'm going to go with Cobb. I still think it's Randy, uh, Robbie Anderson's. So that's uh, kind of where the cutoff is. What about Randall Cobb or Dontrell Inman? I'll go Inman here. Oh, interesting. I'm going to go Inman here because he is the number one guy there. I think, you know, it's the, it is the San Francisco secondary. So I'll go Inman. Though. All right, they're starting to line up. Let's get to them right now because I know we got decisions that we got to make. So we got things in place now. Told you guys earlier in the week, I wasn't ready yet. This morning, this Thursday morning, week 13, the grand finale kicks off. Grand Hustle on a TI Thursday. Only fitting. 844-843-6879. And we break the seal on the morning on a TI Thursday with Connor in Atlanta. Connor, what up? Connor's speechless. We need you, Connor. Connor, you got to get this information in your soul. I got you, Connor. Whew, I was worried. Because I need you to get a W this week, Connor. <laughs> Connor, what's your situation in week 13? Are, are, you, are you trying to lock up a bye? Are you playing out the stretch? Or is this a must win for you to get in? Oh, it's a must win. I'm in a five-way tie for the last two spots of the playoffs, so I've got to win. All right, where we go, Connor? What we got? PPR or standard? Uh, we got a standard league. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my question is, um, so I'm in a unique situation with my quarterback. I drafted, I drafted pretty well. I got, I got Tom Brady and Carson Wentz. All right. Uh, and uh, you know, and it, it seems like Tom Brady is rated the highest every week. But my scare is kind of the thing that's been happening every week is you know I've, I got to get the most points I can get. Um, he's been a safe floor at about 20 points, but it seems like they just kind of get the win and then, um, and then they're pretty much out of it by the fourth quarter. They're not really throwing much. And then, you know, the Bills haven't been great against the run, so I feel like those three-headed running backs they got uh, are going to get pretty ridiculous. Um, with the Seahawks, you know, I just kind of feel like since they've got their, their two corners down, um, and obviously the game's going to be more competitive, that it's going to be a back-and-forth all game. So I think I, I just feel like uh, – I'm still going to go Tom Brady, Connor. I can't fool around in week 13 in the situation you're in with Carson Wentz, who's been great, but he's very touchdown dependent. Tom Brady will throw for 300 yards. I guarantee you that much. What's your other question, Connor? Uh, Does does Jameis being back change anything for you guys with uh, Cameron Brady? Yep, I'm putting Cameron Braid right back inside my lineup this week. Cameron Braid said the lineup this morning, and I put Cameron Braid inside as a tight end, one of the top 12 tight end this week. That's the way I got it. Jake, I haven't looked at the tight ends on the link yet. What do you think about Cameron Braid this week? We already know Jameis Winston is going back in the lineup. No, I can't. I'm not going to put him as a tight end one. I'm not going to lock him in like that after the past couple of weeks and OJ Howard seeing more opportunities. It's just, I would love to, but I'm not going to do that. He's more of a mid to upper tight end, too. All right. I want to break this down and talk about Cameron make America braid again some more when we come back because I think you can put Sun right back in there. So we'll look at some numbers. It's Fantasy Football Frenzy TI Thursday on FNTSY Radio. 
If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Live right here, Fantasy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. The exec in the building with the all-in kid in Wall Street, Matt Medica, T.I. Thursday. Let me set James up right here because we're about to start talking about him in a little bit. It's been a tale of two seasons for my guy, Cameron Brait. Make America Brait again. Jameis Winston is coming back this week for sure. Practicing full yesterday. Jameis Winston loves Cameron Brait. Might be his favorite target. Well, you'll well, say Mike Evans is his favorite target. But he really, really, Cameron Brait is a nice security blanket for the kid. He goes to him a lot. He gets the job done when it comes to it. Weeks two to eight, before Cameron, before uh, Jameis Winston got hurt, from week two through eight, Cameron Brait was tight in four, averaging 13 points a week in PPR. And I understand what you've seen from Cameron Brait over the course of the last few weeks with Jameis out is a catch here, a catch there. If he's been in your lineup, He's brought you down. He's been a hindrance. He could be the reason if you played him all of these weeks why you're in a position right now where you need to get a W. And you're saying, well, how can you go back to Cameron Brake? You don't feel good about it right now. But the numbers were there. The numbers were there. Jameis Winston relies on Cameron Brake, a big part of that offense. Now, Jake is right what he said before the break. O.J. Howard is starting to get involved more. I'm going to say that was more of Ryan Fitzpatrick getting O.J. Howard involved more. It is scary because of the talent that O.J. Howard is. I'm the guy that said the kid is going to the Hall of Fame and that he was going to have this great season this year. Bottom line is Cameron Brake is still getting it done. Well, was still getting it done. Jake, I'm willing to bet that Jameis in a big spot back on the field after all the shenanigans kind of embarrassed himself. You know what I'm saying? The last time we seen him, I'm thinking he wants to play a good game. He wants to get things back rolling, wants to take a good vibe in the next season. And the way to do that is rely on that security blanket that is make America braid again. Yeah, you can create a whole bunch of narratives if you want. but it's I'm, just talking, I'm talking the, the facts of the, of the matter. Wide receiver four. No, you're... No, I mean, you're just, no you're, I'm saying the narrative. You're like Jameis Winston wants to look good, and Jameis Winston wants to play well, and Jameis Winston wants to go back to his buddy. We can do all the same things and turn it the other way. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying we can create narratives and create facts and do it any way you want to do it. We can turn around and focus on what's happened recently and give you those numbers. And, yes, I agree. It's been because Fitzpatrick seemingly hates him. I don't know why. <laughs> but he, yeah. he hates going to him. But the fact is, at the same time, we have to take it all into account. And if you're looking at the top 12 tight ends right now, like I'm just in his first game, Jameis Winston coming back, and what's been going on recently with Cameron Brait, there's no way I'm putting Cameron Brait over Kyle Rudolph. There's no way I'm doing it over no Jack doubt. Doyle and what he's been doing. No doubt. Austin Safarian Jenkins would be in a whole different conversation if these touchdowns didn't keep getting called back. Very unlucky. So it's just the fact that if you're looking at the names there and you're telling me to put Cameron Brait in over them, that's why he's not a tight end one for me. And I, and I can get that. I can dig what you're saying. I would start Jack Doyle, Jared Cook, Vernon Davis, Kyle Rudolph, but Austin Safarian Jenkins is, is, a, is, is a name that I have, Matt Medica, and I'm putting Brayton in my lineup over, over Austin Safarian Jenkins. He is touchdown dependent, brother. He is, but uh, 
like Jake said, he's been unlucky a lot in that end zone. He had, he did drop one too, but I'm gonna go ASJ over Bray. I, I don't see what y'all see. see. I don't. I really. I don't. need to see Jameis. You know, like I I need to see him first. He's been out. He's had a shoulder issue. It hasn't been the prettiest thing before he got uh, injured. Bray was the man though. He was, but you know, it's, that's like a lifetime ago. Does he go right back to him? Very possibly so. But there are, uh, I mean, would you do like take Charles Clay over Bray? Would you go Ricky Seals-Jones over Bray? Ricky Seals, I would definitely play Bray over Ricky Seals. I would play Bray over Charles Clay. I think those are interesting ones. Those are, those Ricky are tough Seals ones. Play two, Ricky Seals might get, be on the field for three plays. He might score two touchdowns on <laughs> those three plays too. <laughs> That's the thing. But that, yeah. But Cameron Braid is going to be but Cameron Braid's going to have six. Cameron Braid will have at least six targets this week. But what about? I mean, OJ Howard. Ha- look, I know he's been out, Jameis, but OJ Howard is starting to become what seems to be a bigger part of. The I, can, I, I can get what you're saying on that one, but I just think that with 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 uh, with, with, with um. With my man Jameis back, I think it goes right back to Cameron Brait. So that's going to be an interesting thing that we'll be discussing. And I know you got lineup decisions about that, 844-843-6879. Let's keep it in the SEC country, and let's go down to Brandon in Louisiana. Brandon, what's good with you? Yeah, what's going on, guys? Chilling. Good morning. Okay, uh, so I, this is going to be kind of a, a loaded question. Um, I'm looking ahead to the playoffs, and uh, I'm looking at my roster, and it's, I don't know how to say it. Uh, I'm looking at them, and they're all people, they're all players that you're going to start. Like, you're not, like, you're not going to take out of your lineup no matter what. Okay. And if I come up against somebody in the playoffs who just has, like, uh, the same thing, but it's just better than mine, like, how am I going to... I mean, I'm just going to go off of luck. I'm just going to hope that it works out. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, what are you going to do? You can't set the other person lineup. You feel what I'm saying? You can't, you can't worry about that, Brandon. What's like your issue? Let me, what are you rolling out there this week, Brandon? Well, I'm telling you that, okay. Like, these are the players that I would be possibly be able to take out, I guess, like during the playoffs. Uh, Crowder, Tate, uh, DeMarco Murray. Those are probably my three weakest players starting players. All right, Jameson Crowder shouldn't be in that bunch no more. Mm-hmm. Golden Tate, you can't really sit on the bench in the PPR. You know that, right? Because he can go 11 for 115 and you'd be like, darn. I not darn. I mean, I'm still confused yeah. to the question. I mean, look, you don't look, you might, even if you don't have the best team and you face off in the playoffs, you still may win. I yeah, mean, yeah. Brandon, I think, you, I, I, I think you're a little bit too too worried about this, Brandon. It sounds like you're in a good spot. When I, need, you, I do, need more teams is what I need. You need more what? I need more teams. I need more teams. So I don't just think, think about that one. Yeah, worry about no, that. Uh, we got to do that. And then we I mean, there's just some a couple guys who scored like 180. Yeah, for sure. There's just a couple guys who scored like, you know, 180 in a faceoff last week. And my team has never gotten that high. And I'm just thinking like, who can I pick up? Like, who's, like who are y'all picking up? That might end up being something later that's still on the waiver. No, it's, right it's, now. You can't play that you know game right now, Brandon. We can't play that game right now, Brandon. Can't play that game right now. This is too important. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like I won't be able to trust them to I won't be able to trust them to put them in over Tate or DeMarco Murray's probably I throw DeMarco Murray away. But yeah. Who's your other two running backs? Uh Melvin Gordon and then I just had the handcuffs. Melvin Gordon, I Melvin Gordon, Devontae Austin Booker, Eckler. but I don't really. Yeah, I feel you on Devontae Booker, whatever. So then you got to put Murray in lineup. You can't play Gordon and Eckler. 
No, I'm saying like, yeah, I mean, well, if Murray went down, it'd be perfect for Henry to go in. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really even know what the question is. I'm just trying to figure out what I can do Brandon, better. Brandon, Brandon. Well, hold on. Does he have DeMarco Murray yeah. and Derrick Henry? Is that what you're saying? I do. I have, I have the handcuffs for Gordon and Murray. Okay. And here's the thing with Murray. I have him in a big league. I really don't want to play him. He had, what, 53% of the snaps, which is one of his lows of the season. Uh, he was out-snapped by one to Derrick Henry. Henry took over the second half of that game. Are you going to start Henry over Murray? No. Yeah. But am I, do I want to start Murray? I mean, I, it's... Look, and Houston has... Where you beat Houston is in, is in, the, is in the passing game. Cushion's coming back. So, I mean, he's got to play Murray, I guess. I mean, to me, though, but it's not as clear cut as it's been in the past. Brandon, relax. Everything will be all right. Set your lineup the best way you can, and then just keep it rolling. 844 Let's go to Jimmy in Ohio. Jimmy, what up? All right, not much. How you guys doing? Doing well, Jimmy. What's your situation in week 13? Okay, uh, well, it's a must win. Um, it's a six-point touchdown league uh, for quarterbacks, and uh, it's PPR, so I have a couple questions for you. All right. Um, we start two quarterbacks. I have uh, Big Ben. I have uh, Tyrod Taylor. I have Jameis Winston. And uh, shoot, who's my fourth guy? Um, Derek Carr. Um, I need to start two. Um What's, what's the best way to start? All right, so we got a situation where you have you have to start two. You got, you're in a super flex. You need a win to get in. That's what it sounds like you're telling me, at least. You're in a super flex. So, Road Ben is the first name that you have on the list. Then you got Tyrod Taylor. Then you have Jameis Winston. Then you have Derek Carr. Derek Carr without no weapons, Jake, is kind of scary. Yeah, I, I don't want to start Derek Carr. Actually, I was surprised. I was the lowest person on him so far this week. I have him down at 19 with no weapons. All right, Matt Medica. I'm going to go Ben, and you know what? I'll roll the dice on Jameis in this situation. Uh, like I said, Derek Carr. Same two I have. I don't know. I mean. No, the Derek Carr thing, he doesn't have the weapons in the in the, in the passing game I mean, right now. if he had Crabtree and uh, it, it would be, Cooper, it would be different story. Jameis comes back to a nice matchup against Green Bay. So you got that. And then you got Road Ben, who just kept kill, killing it right now. So it's Ben and Winston. I checked the length. That's the way it, it, it ended up. Jimmy, what else you got right quick? Okay. Um, yeah, I currently have uh, Funches in my flex. And okay. I'm, I'm kind of worried if, uh, if uh, Marshawn Lattimore comes back. I kind of don't want to play him. So I'm, uh, who would you play over him? Other options are Flat uh, Murray or uh, – Deshaun Jackson. This is PPR standard. Uh, PPR. Lat Murray or Devin Funches in a in a point per reception, Matt. I'm I'm not taking Funches out. All right. I'm just I'm I'm not doing it. I understand that's a that's a difficult matchup, but I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with Funches over those two other. What do you think, all in kidding? The PPR Latway or Devin Funches? Depends on what you need. Funches is a higher ceiling. We're running back in this type of situation is safer. So it depends on if you need a safer upside. There you go right there. 844-843-6879. I, I got it, Florio. <laughs> Me and Florio are still working on our chemistry, but he's doing a good job. He's he dropped some done. passes in practice. He did drop some passes in practice. He's like Cameron Brady. He's happy to have me back. <laughs> Make his numbers go up again. You and Rodney's these phone lines because we want to get y'all ready. I see my man Q and I see my man Taco out there. The rest of y'all can start to get on the horn also because we got to get you ready. I want to know what the situation is. 
as you get ready. Like, do you need the win to get in? You're playing for the bye week, whatever the case. We need all hands on deck. And you guys need to speed it up a little bit, too. I can't, you know what I'm saying, sitting up here trying to get as many people as we can in. 844-843-6879. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Fantasy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio, 844-843-6879. It's very important that we get these lineups set the correct way. Don't want to see you going home for the season, because if you go home for the season, that means you might leave me. And I don't want you leaving me. I think it's important that you stay here with me. I'm checking a link right now, Matt Medica, mm-hmm. and I'm going to ask you a question first, and I'm going to ask the same question to Jake, but a different way. In the break, and kind of all morning, you've been talking about one Mr. DeMarco Murray and Derrick Henry. Jake has Derrick Henry as the 43rd running back in the PPR this week. He also has DeMarco Murray 20 spots higher than him as running back 22. You're saying, you, before the break, you told me it is not, it's, it's, that it's not that easy. It's not what it's been all year. I mean, man, you can't start Derrick Henry over DeMarco Murray, man. And if, and if you can, you really have to. I want you to explain it to me, your, your, your logic behind this. Oh, I'm not saying to start Derrick Henry over him. Okay. He did outsnap him by one. Okay. De- DeMarco Murray's snap share went down to 53%. The second half of that game, it was Derrick Henry's game, except for when they, you know, used Murray as the fullback and he vultured that touchdown. Mm hmm. I have DeMarco Murray in right now as a flex. I really want to take him out. And put in? I could put in either Josh Doxson, Rex Burkhead, or is Deshaun Jackson an option here? Let me just double check that real quick. A lot of volatility with with, with, with DeMarco Murray. Yeah, or, Desha- or Deshaun Jackson is an option as well. A lot, of DeMar- a lot of volatility with DeMarco Murray, Jake. you got to mention 22nd ranked running back. I would guess it's probably the lowest he's been all season. But when it comes to some of these other names that Matt are mentioning, one thing about Murray is Murray is going to get the work. I feel pretty comfortable about that. What do you think, Jake? That's the thing. Well, that's the problem is what you have to go. First of all, it's not a good matchup for the Houston-Texas run defense. Mm -hmm. Second of all, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it in space, which is DeMarco Murray. And the third problem is is if he's healthy, 
they usually go to him, and the biggest factor is they go to him in the red zone. That's what you have to go to. This goes back to last year, too. I wrote about it in the offseason. When they get inside the 20, they turn to DeMarco Murray over 50% of the time. Last year, it was 50%. Then they got inside the 10, it was 60. Inside the 5, it was 70. As we just saw last week, he vultured the touchdown. They still trust DeMarco Murray in the red zone, especially when the scoring happens. So, Derrick Henry, maybe the stat count continues, but we've seen this volatility the entire year. He's he's outperformed DeMarco Murray before, and then the very next week, DeMarco Murray comes Come out right and gets seventy percent yep. of the workload. So it's just the fact that it's it's what it's, it's one of those situations that I wish you're not in. As in talking to the people listening, I hope you're not in this situation. But if you are, you just have to put Murray in there ahead of DeMar- uh, Derrick Henry. I agree. You have to put him in for that touchdown factor. But I think it's much closer than it's been all season long. I mean, Murray's last three of the last four games, he doesn't even have 20 yards rushing. Okay. I mean, that's that's pretty bad. And even in that second half, Henry was getting some carries inside the tent. When are you going to make your final decision on this call right here? Uh, I'm going to have to make it in the next few hours. So my question to you guys is, I got DeMarco Murray in my flex right now. Yeah. Would you play him or would you go with the options of Josh Doxson, Deshaun Jackson, or Rex Burkhead. In the PPR, the closest I, the, the the guy who is the closest is Rex Burkhead, but he is volatile too, right, Jake? No, absolutely. I mean, it's just the Patriots situation. Yep. This is always volatile. So you're saying Burkhead? What's your what's your what's your situation in this league? I am battling for the number uh, for the best record and the most points. This is my solo prime. I'm going up against uh, Billy Waz. Billy's got me by 17 points. I'm nine and three. I'm tied for the best record. I beat the guy that's nine and three, but this comes down to points. I need I need to put up the most points this week. I go with Rex Burkhead. I think he got you the higher ceiling and getting the most points. What do you say, all in kid? You go Demarco Murray. I got the link right here. Hold on, I can tell you. Oh, he can say it too. I'm not trying to take that moment away from him. No, I'm leaving it for you. I'm waiting because you're oh, checking the link. Oh, I'm checking the link. And guess what the link says? Rex Burkhead. Yeah, yep. but I believe I, I believe I looked at it earlier, and I think like Josh Doxson's right after Rex Burkhead. It's all three. You know it's not going to be easy for you. 844-843-6879. Q, let's get right into it, Q. We ain't got a lot of time to fool around trying to get everybody in, Q, because this is the finale right here. Q, yeah. uh, what's your situation? What's your scenario? And what do you need help with? I'm good to go. I'm nine and three. I got a I got a chance to pick up Cooper Cup. Okay. I need to know if I should, you know, but I got to drop uh, Smith Schuster. I guess all for the rest of the season because Woods is hurt. I don't think Woods will be coming back tight. Um, and if you play Cooper Cup over uh, Funges. All right, so he's going. He's going to drop Smith Schuster and pick up Cup. This is a standard, right? Uh, yeah, Q. Q, you're in standard league, right? Yes, standard. Yes, sir. Going to drop Cup. Going to drop Smith Schuster. Pick up Cup. Play Cup over Funches. I think I like yes. Funches over Cup. I mean, for what we're talking okay. rest of the season, I'm going to stick with Tomorrow Funches. Tomorrow, starting lineup tonight for for Week 13. Oh, but I thought you said he was kind of good. Yeah. and you're just looking for the rest of the year. Well, you, you, you need you, you going. You, you said you was going to put Cup in the lineup over over Funches this week, right, Q? Well, I'm gonna do that this week, but I wanted to know he's got he's got to cut Juju. Yeah, I would cut right, Juju for the rest of the year. I have no problem cutting Juju okay, on picking up Cooper Cup, and then Robert Woods is all banged up. Yeah, I have no problem yeah. with that. Okay, 
All right, all right, Jeff. Appreciate it, man. Let Thanks. me get off the line. Y'all got some guys holding y'all up. Good looking out, Q. Holla at you, 844-843-6879. Let's go to Quentin in Michigan. Quentin, good morning. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. What's up, gentlemen? This is the real Q. <laughs> <laughs> Quentin coming on here starting trouble. What's good, Quentin? How can we help you? <laughs> hey, I want to give you guys a big shout-out, man. Much uh, thanks. I am number... One in my half point PBR, first place in another league, second place in another league. It's all because of you guys, man. So love this show. Thanks a lot. I'm glad but to I see. Do you have a couple questions. Glad to see we're getting all three of these teams in the playoffs. So you feel like you're pretty good this week. How can we help you? So question: uh, What about defense? I, mean, I have a bye locked up in one league. Um, defense, Minnesota's out there to be picked up. Should I keep my uh, New England D or just uh, pick up the Minnesota D for the championship run? You on roster Thank two? You, you going roster two defenses for the championship run? I don't have a problem with that. Depending on who you're going to cut to pick up that extra defense. Man, I guess I could. Uh, let me show you my roster real quick. I can't see it, but you can tell it to me. Unless you Skype in, then you can. And if you Skype in, one second, Q. I got to, I got all of America need fantasy football advice this year. Q, you talking about one second? What's up with that? Hold on, while I figure it out. <laughs> My man, here we go. So I got uh, on the roster that's Zeke, Zeke. I got Dobson, Mariota, Deshaun Jackson, Jack Doyle, and Sterling Shepard. Can you cut Mariota to pick up that extra defense? Who's your Who's your other? Nah, you know you don't want you. Don't, I don't want to go in the playoffs with just one no. quarterback. Who's his other defense? I'm, I'm confused. Now. They get, I thought he said the Eagles. I think I'm not cutting those guys. I rock with the Eagles. Yeah, you can go. I think you can go with the Eagles all the way through. You know what I'm saying, Q? I wouldn't have to worry about it too much. And then carrying. See, you can the Eagles got the number one defense against the run, so you can carry the Eagles. And then they schedule. They have some tougher matchups, but I don't have no problem with that. Minnesota would be nice to have, but Philadelphia is not too far behind. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's get to my man Taco in Alabama. Taco, what's your situation going into the grand finale? Uh, going into the grand finale, I'm in third. All right. Uh, I'm, I need points to get into second and have a bye. All right, here we go. So you need so to, you got to get a bye week. Okay, so let's do it. All right, what I'm looking at is uh, I'm starting, uh, I guess, Devontae Freeman, if he's healthy, and mm-hmm. Samaje P. Ryan. All right, that sounds decent. All right, um, so I'm looking for I'm looking for a flex. Between Kenyon Drake, uh, Jaquiz Rogers, and I've also got Demarius Thomas in my lineup. I'm thinking about taking him out for either Juju or Corey Davis. Mm. Um, one and a half point PPR. Juju, so that, that's kind of what Juju banged at. up. I'm not yeah. starting Corey Davis over Demarius Thomas. Yeah, no, I got to see it from him too. Now we get down Jake to Jaquiz Rogers or Kenyon Drake for that flex. That's easily Kenyon Drake. Drake. He gets the workload to yeah. himself. Yep, gets the workload to himself. And then Q got that point and a half PPR. He'll catch him a couple passes too, Matt. And I don't mind a P. Ryan and Freeman backfield this week either. Yeah, 
Yeah, no. I, I think that was, uh, as the button says, that was easy. Yeah. Good luck, Taco. Holler us next week. Let us know how I go. 844-843-6879. Travis is in Wisconsin. Travis, what up? Going on. Good morning, guys. All right, Travis, what's your situation? We got a little bit of time to get you right. What's your situation, Travis? Uh, well, I uh, have the number one seed locked up. Nice. But the matchup I have this week is the one team that beat me this year, and okay. I don't want to let them have two on me. All right. Um, my question is court at quarterback. Um, real close, I actually checked the link. They're like back-to-back. I have Kirk Cousins tonight or Phillip Rivers. Yikes. I'm about to say Kirk Cousins is going to go I'd on go your bench. For me. I love Kirk. I love Kirk Cousins, though. It's crazy that I just said that I love the D.C. quarterback. <laughs> Yikes! I, I I don't I can't put it's Cousins close. on my bench, but I like Rivers a lot too. Uh, what did what did the link say? They said they're, th- they're back to that? back. They're three and four. They're three yeah. and four. Yeah, three and four. They flip coin. Flip this a- is why this yep. this is why like I understand carrying two quarterbacks, especially for the playoffs. You don't want to lose one and be searching on the waiver wire. But if you were dealing with this up until this point, this is why I look to trade one of them away, and then I'd rather stash like a tailor. Yeah, no doubt. Look, this is a headache right here. Well, you don't you want know what? This is a headache that. I want. I don't want anybody else having Rivers or Cousins. No, I'm not, you're a quarterback snob, so I can see that. <laughs> Fancy football friends, the FNTSY Radio. Get ready to shut down hour number one. Get to take you into hour number two on the TI Thursday. The award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Fantasy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio, the exec, Wall Street, and the all-in kid. Getting closer and closer to the end of the fantasy football season. That doesn't mean you have to leave us. We'll still be rocking with you right here on the radio. We can talk other sports, too. You know what I'm saying? We got you covered. Fantasy, whatever. We'll have a good time. Keep you entertained. Don't forget the weekend coming up. Um... Uh, Sunday mornings, Sunday all day, Sunday live right here, FNTSY Radio. I'll give you some more information on that as we get closer to the weekend. Twelve team league, hundred dollar entry fee a person, twelve hundred dollars in the kitty. How do you think, Jake, that twelve hundred dollars should be broken up once the season is over? You talking about just like by the final playoff standings? Yeah. So say you have something. Obviously, you have something for the champion. You have maybe you have something for the runner. Well, I'll just tell you. I'll just tell you what we do in our home league. Yeah, so the it. regular season, the regular season champion gets half their buying back. The uh, when you go into the playoffs, we do first through four. We do first place, second place, third place, fourth place. Fourth place is half your money back. Third place is. It depends on what the buying is for that year because we don't always have the same. Sometimes we have different people come in. And we have a little bit different rules, but third place is usually about fifty percent more than what you're buying, and then first and second place is the majority of it. 
Okay. But is, does, does, is the champion taking home more than half of the of of the cash? It's actually just a. It's by. It's it's cut about fifty five percent. Okay. See, that's what I'm. I, I think the champion should get more than half of what's in the pot. That's how I feel about it, Matt. If it's twelve hundred, how'd your microphone what? get off? <laughs> yeah, <you're doing> <laughs> if it's twelve hundred, they should get at least six. six okay, seven hundred, in my opinion. Yeah. The and who cha- else you paying out? I usually the top three. If it, I'm so that means about, you have a, that means you leagues that you guys are. are talking uh, yeah, yeah. About, I'm talking so. home leagues. Yeah, I'm talking home leagues. So you so you have a third place game in the home league. Third place should get their uh, money back. Money back. So okay, hundred dollars. They get hundred dollars. Okay, the, and for me, the bulk of it, like seven four one, I'm fine with. All right, so let me ask you about regular season people. The the regular the division champ. Let's say the division champions. So the division champions. Divisions are terrible. Okay, so you don't say you don't say division champion, right? You take that away. The head to head champ, the head to head champ, and the point champ. Should they get something after week thirteen? I'm fine with that. I think you know, giving them at least a hundred dollars each, yeah, or whatever the buy in was, I would be fine with that and have no problem. I say, say half, well, usually uh, we do half their buy in because the most you can. What if you're both? Then that's what we look at. It, yeah, is like that's the best true. you can get is your buy in back. That so makes, we do half sense. the buy in for that. So there you go right there. That's the way to break it down. Because I've seen some leagues where, like, the champion, $1,200, the champion get, like, $500. i would be like, yo, where's the, where's the rest? So I, that's why I'm like, just make sure that you get that done. Make sure you have your finances situated with your commissioner before you go down the stretch run because you want to start to get that stuff in place right now. Another thing you want to get in place, Matt Medica, is playoff seeding. A lot of times people reseed. Some people don't reseed. Some sites yeah. don't let you reseed. I don't really mind it because, I mean, you could have the best team. You get that by your team goes off the bye week and, you know, week four, week 15 you show up and you get beat by a lesser opponent. Yeah. Jake, seeding is not that important to you? No, I don't like it at all, honestly. You just play play who you're supposed to play because, you know, you can reseed and then you get the exact opposite of what you wanted. Like I've seen – I've been in leagues where they reseeded and the number one faced the number six in the second round because the six and the four advanced so they don't get the four anymore. And the six ended up being the highest scoring team in the second round. Like it's just – it's fancy football. That's why we have head-to-head frustrations every single year is just face who you're going to face and it's not it's not the real NFL. We're not trying to handicap that much. Mm. I don't, yeah, I, I can dig that, what Jake is saying. Put it like this. Oh, look at co- you. You were the flex champion as the sixth seed. It doesn't matter who you faced. Yeah, but. So, I mean, there's, if you get a, one matchup the next week, you might have got knocked off. Yeah. The other person might have got knocked off. It doesn't matter. So trying to reseed and figure it out is just just play, just play set up the bracket and play through the black. Some people, some people take it. Some people, it's like, I know some owners that take that seriously, the reseeding thing. I kind of agree it's not that serious because you never know the luck of the draw, but. I've seen people like get mad behind reseeding. Like, oh, you're trying to avoid me. Dude, it's not that serious. <laughs> Fantasy Football oh. Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. <laughs>